The Make My Damn Movie Podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion advised. Mark Reynolds. And I'm Tom Swain. And we discuss the film and entertainment industry spotlighting seven original screenplays which must be produced. That's right. All right. So uh, I want to get right into this new podcast <laughs> that we're allegedly going to launch. So let me give you a little background here. So last week, we went ahead and recorded one. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, yeah, and that attempt was uh, a pile of shit. So let's try to top out <laughs> at that level of crap the next time around. I think we're going to have to do another one, but we didn't post it. No, because we listened back and it was just not what we wanted it to we be. We would not but, subject uh, you guys to that. We'll try again. If it doesn't fire on all cylinders, yeah. I'm going to dump it. It's got pop. Yeah, it's got a pop. So uh, we'll see what happens. Anyway, today. We're going to talk about either, you get to choose, uh-huh. either character description, or we can read some log lines of some scripts that somehow got through in screenwriting competitions, and we'll attempt to suss all that out. Okay. So you can choose which Ooh. one. We can either choose do character descriptions, okay, or we can read some log lines of some scripts that got through in some competitions. So mm. which one would you like to do? Um, hmm. I want uh, the... Today, today, Junior. Let's go with the screenplays that went through. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. That, that will be interesting. Believe me, it's going to be crazy interesting. Yeah. So that's that. I got to bring up something that was so delightful to me mm-hmm. that happened that I can't even tell you how exciting this is. All right, and what kind of power I'm <laughs> spewing. <laughs> Okay. I open up my email, my Make My Damn Movie email. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And I got a uh, email, and I'm not going to say the person's name. No, don't do that. And I'm not going to mention the radio market per se, mm-hmm. but here it is. It says, Hello, Mark. It's me, the blah, person's blah. name. Uh huh. I'm sure you remember me from blah, blah, Louisiana. Blah. Uh-huh. Okay. I'll say Louisiana, not okay. the actual city. He goes on to say, I heard through the grapevine that you were hosting a podcast, so I found it and listened to a few shows. I'm so happy to hear you found a passion for writing, and your podcast is quite entertaining, to say the least. Already, Bullshit. I know this guy. (laughs) The reason, there's always a reason. (laughs) Yeah. The reason I am reaching out is that I heard you mention in one of your shows that you are planning another podcast and that you will be blasting people you previously worked with (laughs) in the radio industry, you piece of fucking shit. (laughs) I said the piece of oh, he, Not didn't, no, no. he didn't call you. you well, probably. back then he did. Probably. Oh, okay. Probably. <laughs> I hope that all the drama <laughs> in the city uh-huh. is in the past. 
It's not. <laughs> Trust me, dick lick. Oh, boy. What you do not know. So here you go. And uh -huh. people, listen to me. When you're explaining, you're losing. losing. What you do not know is that when I was the market manager for that cluster, I had many of the quote-unquote locals that had been in the market for years in my ear. <laughs> they did not approve of any quote-unquote outside influences, and they considered us just that. Us. Really? No! Me! Not you! <laughs> Me! Uh... I always said you were one of the best operations <laughs> managers I had ever worked with. The ratings proved that. But I was led down a path. And it goes on and, and on, on and, and on. on. It literally does. So the good news <laughs> is that I'm getting under people's skin. That's always good. And they're laying in bed at night <laughs> in a flop sweat, <laughs> tossing and turning and worried. <laughs> and you should be, you motherfucking piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, you should be. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow. Huh? That's awesome that he reached out. That was great. <laughs> I was real happy. I bet. So there you go. <laughs> Isn't that cool? That is really cool. That made my life <laughs> wow. to bug a piece of shit scumbag like that. Well, into writing. <laughs> Yeah. Like sing a long singling me out <laughs> message to say, please don't do anything that's <laughs> gonna make me look bad. Don't hurt me. You did shit <laughs> that makes you look bad. Trust me. <laughs> and you know who you are, guaranteed he's listening to this. I know podcast. who he is now. <sighs> <laughs> that really did make my day. Oh, good stuff. So if and that's really the only reason to launch radioactive rant podcast. <laughs> Yeah. And then we'll now, stop it. Now there's a reason to one do episode. one episode. <laughs> because when I was a radio star uh -huh. and a god, uh -huh. it's people like this that I just want to call out. Yeah. That were just the worst of the worst. Just scum sucking pigs. Just awful people. <laughs> so anyway, that was pretty cool. I That's to share that. a lot for the radio biz. Yeah, I want well, But uh, I just thought I'd share that. That's awesome. I like that a Thank lot. Thank you. So real quickly. We got so much to cover here. I don't think I'm going to be able to do it here. I had a couple of notes here, but you are now watching a show that I told you to watch years ago, Last Man Standing. Yes. And just like I spoiled that awful, annoying modern family sitcom Ugh. for you, Last Man Standing also likes to consistently brag that they're rich. Yeah. You notice? It's becoming a very annoying. Yeah. Because it, they're, the kids on the show, the kids, well, they're in their 30s, but I'm up to season seven now. Sorry. And yeah, thank you. Everyone is given things, given a job, mm -hmm. given cars, yeah. given houses, mm -hmm. left in wills. It's crazy. Well, it's just like Modern Family, because we were yes. both watching that, and then I said, do you notice that, except Destroyed. on Modern Family, every single character is a pathological liar. Yeah. All they do is lie to each other, and I'm like, I can't do that anymore. And Last Man Standing, it's still a pretty good show, at least the earlier seasons, but right. the character Ed Alzate, played yes. masterfully Love him. by Hector Elizondo, he's just so good yeah. in that character. 
except when he flaunts his wealth. Well, I don't mind it so much with him because, you know, he's the typical old white rich man. No. And he, no. It, Turn off. I don't like it. I don't like everybody else flaunting their wealth. How is that relatable to the masses? It's not. It's not. And why do they need to go there? Why do they need to go? It's a turnoff, man. So uh, there you go. But we brought it up. And the constant changes in the uh, characters, the actors are just like, what's going on? Why is this person blonde now? (laughs) Why is this person? Don't get me started. It's confusing. (laughs) A completely different person from one season to the next. Yeah, I like the show. I like Tim Allen. And uh, I think it's well done. Well, it was the earlier seasons. But after season six, do yourself a favor. Just stop. I mean, seriously, just stop because it just becomes confusing. Like every sitcom that just goes way too far past its expiration date. And keeping that in mind, I have a blog that I kind of discuss that on but it's on RadioactiveRant.com, <laughs> and I just really want to try to confuse everybody as much as I possibly can. And you have. Good. Go there and read the blog. Uh, now we're kind of running behind here, but uh, I was going to bring up what I've been watching recently, 70s exploitation movies. Oh, really? And I want to get into them. No, well, I will. What I have found <laughs> with these R-rated movies is right. there really aren't many F-bombs in them, if any, which is odd mm. compared to today. Yeah. And not all that much nudity either. True. A good amount of violence or sexual banter, but nothing like the films of today, of now. No. Now, yes, they're low budget, like most Grindhouse movies are, of course. But the plot holes are glaringly obvious. Well, that's what makes them kind of that niche entertainment. Yeah, but it's... When you're writing screenplays, it's really (laughs) hard to follow. Most of the scenes make absolutely zero sense. Like, they're all over the place. Not really sure why they're rated R. I get you. But it was the 70s. Mm -hmm. Now, I was watching one called The Swinging Cheerleaders from 1974, starring (laughs) Colleen Camp. You might remember her from a couple of Police Academy movies back in the 80s. The blonde? No, she's not blonde. Uh. Maybe Dirty Blonde. Anyway, I found out that Quentin Tarantino selected that movie Uh for the first Quentin Tarantino Film Fest in Austin back in 96, and I was wondering why. Interesting. Because I watched it, and again, plot hole after plot hole after plot hole. Yeah. I'm like, "Eh, I don't know, but I thought that was kind of interesting. He's very interested in those grindhouse-type movies in the 70s. Okay, well, that's what I'm watching. You're watching Last Man Standing, I'm watching those. Yeah. There you go. All right. Go to MakeMyDamnMovie.com if you want to send us a message. You can do that. Go to the, uh, I don't know, what does it say? Send a message? I change yeah, it all message the time. Message page? It just, you'll find it, okay? <laughs> just, just look for it, man. And if you can't find it, good. Don't send a message. That actually works for me. But we'll read some anyway. Because we get a lot of them. Uh-huh. We really do. Uh, messages from MakeMyDamnMovie.com. Antonio, Mexico City. That was hilarious when you called all those people who sent messages to you dildos. Hmm. Glad you were amused, dildo. <laughs> Theodore, Norman, <laughs> Oklahoma. Did you ever stop to think that maybe, just maybe, you're the dildo? Oh. No. Caroline, Seattle, Washington. I'm dying to read that script called Head Escape you guys always talk about. Even though I'm a nobody, I wish you'd reconsider. I'd love to check it out. Yeah? And I'd love to be on my fucking yacht. <laughs> But here we are. Roman, Salem, Oregon. Add my name 
to the obviously long list of people that hate when Mark beats up on George Bailey, the character played wonderfully by Jimmy Stewart in the classic film, It's a Wonderful Life. Mm. Enough, man. It's just my opinion. And if you want to gargle <laughs> George <laughs> Bailey's balls... Be my <laughs> guest. That's disturbing. Hannah, St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, my dear Lord, I agree. No more Tom Brady. What the hell happened to my Chiefs? Yeah. They you know what? Shit the bed. I would have rather seen that fuck-headed idiot character George Bailey win the Super Bowl <laughs> than that smug dickhole Tom Brady. <laughs> so there you go. I said something yeah. nice about that stupid go. shit wad. <laughs> Vincent, Albany, New York. I think you should have the dirty talking toys converse with each other. That would be interesting. I don't think you could. Could Well, let's see. So, uh... I asshole. Fuck off. Were you born an asshole? Or did you work out in your whole life? Because you're certainly... Wow, this is just going on. Uh-huh. Backup singers. The production is... I hate that pompous, shit-eating fuck face. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Fuck that shit. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Do we? <laughs> Do we? All right, there you have it's it. It's always the, uh, entertaining. The thing from the, the stuff. And you can send us a message, too, if you must. <laughs> go to makemydamnmovie.com and... See what happens, okay? Yeah, Yeah, people are going nuts over me bitching and moaning about George Bailey, the the character from It's a Wonderful Life. I don't know. It is in the past. And it's just my opinion. So back off. Leave me alone. Everyone, leave me alone. Ready for this stupid thing? Uh It's the game. Uh, the uh, movie quotes game. <laughs> you read it again. I know. Oh, my gosh. Such an idiot. <laughs> ah, this is the movie quotes game where I read a movie quote and you try to tell me what movie it be from. And I fail. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Most yeah, you of the do. time. Here's your first one. I've had an interesting morning. In the last two hours, I've lost my job, my apartment, my car, and my girlfriend. That would be me in my 20s. That would be John Winger, Bill Murray in Stripes. Oh, yeah. Damn it. Oh, well. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I need to revisit that. It's a good one. Mm -hmm. Here's the next one. We'll just tell your mother we ate it all. Come on. You don't know this one? It's very familiar, but... Drawing a blank. Jim's dad, Eugene Levy, American Pie. God! Come on, man. That's it. Looked pretty easy. Oh, I can't get to the next <laughs> one, so let's just not do it. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, here is the last one. You're uh, 0 for 3. Yeah, very good. 0 for 2. 0 for... You're yeah. something! Oh, oh, winning nothing here. Thank you, sir. I make everybody sick. I'm going to give you a hint. 
I mentioned this movie earlier when talking about one of the stars of the Swinging Cheerleaders Grindhouse movie. Uh, Police Academy 1. Yeah. You got one right. Yay! Was that the uh, main protagonist? Can't remember his name. Mahoney. Mahoney, yeah. Yeah. Okay, now we're going to continue with the Trivial Pursuit TV question cards. Only the TV question cards I found in my garage, minus the game, (laughs) from 1952. (laughs) That might be more accurate. It might be. Here's your first one. Okay. And people like this for some reason. Uh Uh-huh. Just proving once again that people are stupid. (laughs) What was Rob Reiner's, Mike's, nickname in All in the Family? Oh, man. Are you kidding me? Oh, it was something derogatory. (laughs) Fat-ass. Meathead. Meathead. Really? (laughs) Hey, fat-ass is pretty pretty close. Yeah. Meathead. What was the name of Starsky's favorite bar? In Starsky and Hutch. Shit. I was not allowed to watch that mo- that show. Oh. Huggies. 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 Next one. Why weren't you allowed to watch Starsky and Hutch? I was maybe seven or eight. Okay. Who created the game show Jeopardy? That's Al- pretty easy. Alex Trebek? What? I'll give you a hint. Seinfeld episode. Found that stage... In the trash. Oh, Merv Griffin. Merv Griffin show. Jeez. Damn it. That was a pretty good hint, though, you think? Yes, very good. Okay. Your last one. Have you gotten any right? Yeah, no. I gave you. Yeah, didn't you? No, you didn't. Oh, well, my gosh. I got the movie quote. Oh, because I right, thought but... anybody would get Meathead. No. Mm. <laughs> really? Really? Okay, next one. What was the name of the show? That created real life situation comedy hosted by Alan Funt. <laughs> Another easy one, man. What? Oh my God. Can you repeat the question? <laughs> yeah, I can. What was the name of the show that created real life situation comedy hosted by Alan Funt? Wow. I'm drawing a blank here. Candid camera. Uh- Wow. You never heard of that show? Of course. Okay. But, uh, Alan. Nah! More of a funniest home movies. I'm going to have a fit. That <laughs> paperclip fell on the floor out of reach. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to kill someone. <laughs> the show's over now. I can't get it. No. You That's going to bug me. grabbers like my grandfather used to have. Okay, you can grabber. shut up right now because I have one. <laughs> <laughs> I have one. <laughs> My sister-in-law gave it to me for Christmas. You know what else she gave me That's for Christmas? Hilarious. Let me what? tell you what else she gave me for Christmas. She gave me the grabber, uh-huh. right? And she gave me a thing to put my socks on where I don't have to bend over. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Huh. Bitch. What are those hints for? I'll get you. <laughs> I'll grab you. All right. Uh, what are we doing now? I what are know. we doing oh, now? The, uh, oh, the, the staff picks. Staff picks. Okay. Let's just get that out of the way so we can end this stupid podcast. <laughs> It's the, uh, what is it? The Make My Damn Movie Staff Picks. This is where we attempt to force you (laughs) to watch movies that we like. There's something like that. Yeah. We suggest a movie, and you you must watch it. 
I thought that if I'd bitch and moan enough about people saying that they like your picks better than mine, uh-huh. they would come to my rescue. Uh-huh. But people are fucking assholes. <laughs> and they're not doing that. So, uh, <laughs> wait. Okay. You, uh, you want to go first or me? You go first. Go ahead. Go All ahead. Right, go ahead. I'll go. Uh, mine is Snatch. Ah! Not that. Yeah. But to grab. Mm-hmm. To steal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, not the other thing. Mm-hmm. The year 2000. Again, another film from 2000. Oh. Great year. Directed by Guy Ritchie, written by Guy Ritchie. Mm-hmm. And it's about a bunch of thieves that try to track down a gigantic diamond. Yep. It stars uh, Benicio Del Toro, Brad Pitt, Jason Statham, before he was like blew up into this huge action star. And it's like a crime heist comedy. It's a great ensemble cast. Yeah. And um, I've seen that probably about three or four times. It's one of those that if it's on, I'll watch it no matter where it is. Right. I don't even restart it. I just like all of it. That's cool. That's a good one. Good, good, good. That's it? Good movie. Yeah. Good? Okay. My staff pick, although no one gives a damn, (laughs) is Muriel's Wedding from 1994. This is an Australian dramedy. Yeah. Okay. It stars Tony Collette as Muriel Heslop, Rachel Griffiths, best known for the HBO series Six Feet Under, Mm -hmm. as Muriel's overtly sexual buddy. Oh, yeah. Her name is Rhonda. She gets around. She does. Also features the late, great Bill Hunter as Muriel's dad. Have you ever seen this movie? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Now, Muriel is socially awkward, to put it mildly, <laughs> but she's desperate to get married. Hell-bent right. on it, okay? She lives in a fantasy world she concocts to escape her mundane life, but unfortunately, due to her oppressive father... Yeah. That we like so much, Bill Hunter. Yeah. Muriel has never been on a date. That's right. And she's in her uh-huh. late 20s. Yeah. Early 30s, actually. The movie begins with her hanging out with her socially adept, quote unquote, friends that have finally had it with her weird behavior and they basically kick her out of the group. Mm-hmm. Before they head off to this tropical vacation paradise. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, I do. They had what all planned it together. But uh-huh. they kick her out before that. So Muriel ends up going on this vacation on her own, on her own. and runs into fellow outcast Rhonda, Rachel Griffiths. Okay, mm-hmm. The two move from their small Australian town to the big city of Sydney, where Muriel changes her name, begins the tedious, painful act of redesigning her life. Right. And she tries to get married. Wall-to-wall ABBA soundtrack, yes. which will make sense if you check out Muriel's Already. Yeah. That was, that's the quintessential Australian movie. That's a great movie. Yeah. All and right. the Aussies, they love them some ABBA. They do. It's one of my favorite movies. Okay, let's yeah. move yeah. on here. And you wanted to do, how did these scripts get through in screenwriting contest? Yes. Okay, so we're going to talk about this because I came across a screenwriting contest. I won't mention the name of the contest, but what they did is they published the finalists, Mm -hmm. their log lines. And I was reading these log lines and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I really want, or or even more so. No, no, 
Yikes. So I thought I'd read a couple so we can mock them. Uh-huh. Most importantly. And then read some good ones that I wrote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That should have been, well, maybe I should have entered this. Content. Yeah. <laughs> but still. Damn it. That's not the point. So you, do you, you're following me? I yes. think this is a good idea. I hear these. These because be really awful. I'm wondering why. So the first one was a, a screenplay called Unforgivable. And here's a log line. Can true love make you forgive the unforgivable? A woman's love story turns tragic when her fiancé accidentally shoots and kills her son. Eh, that doesn't do anything for me. That log line... Uh-huh. Now, maybe the script, but the log line is the introduction to the script. Right. The log line gets you to read the script, and if you're not yeah. down with the log line. Hey. So, the writer of Unforgivable, your log line sucks. <laughs> Piss and doo doo hair. Whatever doo doo hair is. What is doo doo hair? You don't want to know. No, you don't. 18 holes is the next one. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> to save his kidnapped daughter, Emily. Billy, a washed-up pro golfer, desperate to make a comeback, must finish as the leader in a tournament's first round while FBI agent Linda, estranged from her own daughter, Mary, struggles to find the kidnappers before Jackson finishes his round. No. That that lost me. Good. The next one, the blue bench. Uh Uh-huh. When a sniper's bullet rips across the handsome face of a famous British sculptor turned soldier in World War One, you've already lost him. <laughs> Not even an exquisitely crafted mask can hide the shattered monster he has become. When the soldier's sweetheart arrives at his bedside, the promise of love presents itself. If only they can summon the courage and heart to believe it. <laughs> Going native. On the brink of wrecking his marriage and career, a burnt-out painter flees to Martha's Vineyard. As he gradually engages with the diverse island community, he must face the consequences of his past and decide which future to embrace. Hmm. Now... Stone's Compass. I'll do one more. Okay. After learning that he has an incurable disease, a lawyer whose life was close to rock bottom is forced to reevaluate himself and his relationships as he prepares for the case of his life. Now, uh, okay, 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 we get it. Okay, we get it. I think these are all awful. Right. Seriously. And if you're listening out there and you think they're good, you're <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Because they're not, okay? And what I'm thinking, and these went through in these contests, okay? And we talk about entering competitions, and and I've said time and time again, stop doing that. But I think that these readers are trying desperately to overjudge. You following me? I got you, yeah. They overthink when reading these things instead of simply being entertained. That's it. Right? That's the reason to write a screenplay. That's what the industry is all about, or at least it should be. Entertaining people, not boring the shit out of them. (laughs) There's clearly a strict template they adhere to when judging, right? Mm -hmm. There has to be. Oh, this must be seriously complicated to get through that way as a reader. I appear deep. No, you appear like a fucking moron. Nobody wants a complicated script. And you're screwing up the industry, man. Yeah. Just clogging it up. It really is. And I've come to that conclusion when I see some of these things that get through. These Mm -hmm. mundane, complicated, boring scenarios. I don't want to see. Again, I want to go. Maybe I'm I'm the only one. 
Okay, fine. Good. It is subjective to a point, but... Uh, I want to be entertained. And maybe yeah. because I write comedies. Maybe. However, I'm looking at these log lines, and I'm like, you're just overthinking these things. Why would those go through? Why? I don't know. And I'll read a couple of my log lines from these fantastic great plays. <laughs> Shitheads. I'm pissed. All right, now listen to this. That paperclip's bugging me, too. <laughs> it's God. right there. Yeah, but... Down there mocking you. Out of reach. Radio Chaos. Fantastic script. Yeah. A gung-ho teen in 1981 recruits College Day Drebbles to hijack a sleazy owner's small-town radio station to use it as an audition to land a job at the number one rock station in the city. Now, yes, I'm biased. Duh! However, that, to me, in a nutshell, mm -hmm. is entertaining. Mm-hmm. A lawyer goes to the thing and has a disease. <laughs> Enough! That's interesting that you bring that up, the comedy stuff, because none of these sounded like a comedy. That Maybe one was. Which one? I don't know. I'm not going through those again, please. Because they all sounded like you wanted to slit your wrist. Yes, but mine are very succinct mm -hmm. and tell the story of the right. screenplay that's what you Yay! have to do and that's what it's all about dipshits without giving everything away here's another one the flip side ah yeah just the log line alone and i get compliment after compliment my back hurts from being <laughs> patted on <laughs> so bad for these log lines seriously in the industry by the way not my mommy <laughs> well her too <laughs> The flip side. Actually, my mother's never read one of these, no, and I don't, I don't want her to. Want her to? Oh no, sainted mother. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, that would be bad. Mm -hmm. The flip side: an unlikely alliance of high school stoners and jocks join forces in 1977 to hatch a zany scheme to stop their meddling principal's attempt to keep them from working at a popular burger joint. That, to me, has all the elements of a great movie. I want to see that movie. I want to see it too. Come on, producers. Yeah, Get man. On so I think that when these screenplays go into these competitions, that these judges, these readers mm -hmm. are just overthinking and overjudging. Does that make sense? Yeah. I <laughs> I mean, I just read What's you going, some awful log lines. What's going through is just uh, mundane. Yes, average mundane. stuff. Yawn yeah. stuff. Where you're yawning in the theater. Fuck that shit. <laughs> What's the point, man? So make your log lines one sentence. Mm -hmm. Again, here's your little lesson. <laughs> Fuck off. Okay. You didn't want to do this uh, lesson yeah, thing. Yeah, forget the lesson. If you don't know how to write a log line, you're stupid. I mean, sorry, right? No, you're not. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm not. You are correct, sir. Okay, are we done? I think so. Okay, good. Oh, oh man. yeah, man. Now we got to try to record another Yay. podcast. Possibly. And it might be, let's put it this way. Let me put it into these terms. Okay. It might be available now. <laughs> so go to radioactiverant.com. Right. Go to the podcast page. See, this way I don't have to edit this out. Oh. So go to the podcast page, and if it's there... Duh. If it's not, you know it was a massive failure. Right. Unlike my log lines. Uh-huh. It was a massive failure like the log lines I read earlier. There you go. Okay? That's all I got. <laughs> I don't got no wild. So do that. Or not. Okay. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Later. Gators.